Hey everybody, uh, this is a special flashback episode. Uh, I want to do some best of soon, but uh, I'm going back to episodes that I remember fondly. Um, now, when I say that, uh, that's not to say that going back and listening to them that I necessarily feel the same way about all of them. Um, these are a little older. They're only five years old, but you know what? Some stuff doesn't age as well. Um, but I'm just going to let it run as is, except for there is an ad in it for $300 data recovery, and that is in there specifically because they saved all of our podcasts, and um, because of that, we wanted to have them as a sponsor. So uh, that's fun. Uh, but there are a few things. So uh, my track had a huge hum on it. I reduced it, but only reduced it. Actually, I removed the hum, and then there's a separate hum that is a uh, at a specific cycle that I cannot seem to remove. So apologies that that is in there. Uh, also, I guess, was I not wearing headphones? Because you can hear Dan echoing so badly. I don't... I don't know how we got away with this in terms of, like, uh, me just listening back to it. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, let's release that. Um, but there, is some, there are some funny bits in it, and Dan and I create uh, one of our fake products, and um, I don't know. It's a good time. So uh, please give this uh, flashback episode a listen, and please accept our apologies, or at least my apologies, for anything that might be um, entirely too off-color. Um, and enjoy! Well, we were in 93 Playing tag on climbing trees Dennis, you were in a busted board Making jokes and praising the Lord Dennis, silver jubilee It's your Welcome to Dan and Jay's Shitcast. Shit podcast. Pod shit. Shit pod. Shit shit. <laughs> What's funny is that now comes out of nowhere since we decided to re-record the opening. Where that was, I mean, not that it was a great reference to what we had been talking about in the beginning, but it was at least no. it, there was some semblance of cohesiveness. Now there's zero. Zero. No that's, cohesiveness. And that's, that's how I live my life. That's fine. I mean, for the complete lack of cohesivity. Uh, uh, for those not uh, aware, which is everybody else, uh, we took a break so Dan could hear this week's uh, clip, which we'll talk about up, uh, up front. We might as well. Uh, this yeah, is might as well just get get the Irish racism out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's it, Father O'Malley lives in my heart, and uh, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how I can update him because I'm putting him in this, the new sketch show. I just don't know. Nice. I, I there is a there is a, a quote unquote game to him, which is he's a father who understands nothing about the Bible or goes up there without one. I guess and doesn't have a plan. I guess yeah, that's well, sort of I, what he's I doing. I think it's partly. I don't think he. I don't think he's read the Bible because mm-hmm. at, least, mm-hmm. in, at least in this sketch, you're like, I don't know where they got that from. Yeah, like, right. It's as if you were just looking at this Cliff Notes <laughs> version and you're like, what? <laughs> While you're trying to teach it to everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, I, uh, good God, the sound quality on that is garbage, but uh, at the very least you can hear there's a lot of background noise, uh, which I believe is Mike, our friend Mike Shaver. Our, my, our friend Mike Shaver <laughs> making... <laughs> banging and sex sounds banging and sex sounds i wrote four things down i took notes for this uh sin apples gang bang and snow white those are the four mm-hmm. things i wrote down for this father o'malley 62nd sermon hello my name is father o'malley and today my 62nd sermon there's never been there'll never be a 63rd and there never was a 61st but today we'll be talking about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and how he came to be on this lovely planet. Now first, as you all know, he created Adam and Eve. And Adam and Eve sprung from a little sprout in the ground. Don't know where I got that garden thing from. And they both ate an apple and they croaked. And that all taught us a lesson not to eat apples, which leads me to the conclusion of Seven dwarfs. What are those seven dwarfs living with that beautiful woman? And they all are committing sin, I must tell you. And now, 
and there's a wicked witch and the, you know something? Oh no! Is there something happening to poor Snow White? Oh! It's time up, time up, time up! And tomorrow I'll see you for Farrow Maddie's 63rd second sermon. Oh wait, 60 second sermon! And thank you, and goodbye! Sin was something, that's what every Father O'Malley sketch breaks down into. Every time, yes. he, he doesn't even find a legitimate uh, link to sin. He'll just say something is sinful regardless, which I, Re- you know, that's sophisticated yeah. satire for a 13-year-old. Yeah, irregardless. Irregardless. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay, hanging up. That's fine. Um, Shortest episode ever. <laughs> uh, grammar killed it. Uh, our friendship is over because of shit words that don't exist. The, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, M- Mike never really ever joined in, did he? Out- outside of just making noises. I, I think we occasionally made him do an interview. <clears throat> oh, okay, probably. I don't know, it, maybe, like it was the, the same with videos, one, too. Oh, yeah, 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 right. And uh, when we get to that, that's going to be harder to explain. It's like a super local reference. <laughs> yeah, I know, Dan right? Dan Decker. There was a DJ <laughs> back home called Doug Decker, and your name is Dan. Yeah. Doug Decker, if you want to come on the podcast, you are welcome. If you're still, I'm not going to say if you're still alive. That's rude. If you <laughs> if you listen to podcasts, like he wasn't that old of a guy. Uh, there's Doug Decker and Johnny G. Johnny G was the guy I would call in as Cletus. That's uh, right. Uh, not the slack jaw yokel, but it might as well have been. I was stealing that, and I was stealing Pat Buttram's voice, and mm-hmm. just yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was, was the kind of shit was we did. Leslie Ann on the that channel too? <gasps> Leslie Ann, that's right. It's one of the one of the. I, I think she was remember. the token chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to have one, even in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. You know, that's exotic. <laughs> a woman is exotic. <laughs> is there a woman on the radio? Holy moly! I'm like in the metropolitan New York City. <laughs> that's pretty much. That's what they always said. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Every time. That's not an exaggeration. That no, is li- literally how people sound back home. Verbatim, that's what they say. Verbatim. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, <laughs> do you... Uh, so, I mean, at the very least, I pick... I've never read the Bible. I know you had a lot of Bibles around the house as a kid. Did you yeah. ever read any of it? Did you have to read? Did you go to church ever? I don't know. I went to church, but it's not like I remembered anything. It was Methodist, so... Mm-hmm. So yeah. you did a lot of, lot of drugs. Sure. Because of meth. This is the joke I was making. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. Like, it was so bad it didn't track even after I explained it. (laughs) Fuck. All right. You're allowed to cut. You're allowed to cut. I get it. It ain't funny, but I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, What are you drinking, Dan? This week. Oh, yes. I'm drinking Shock Top Belgian white beer. Oh, I love Shock Top delicious i'm drinking session black which is technically jen's it was left over and was hers but she hasn't drank it drunk it drank it or drank it in a while so this is mine my delicious beer have you had shock tops strawberry ale mm, i don't know is it good really good does it taste like strawberries a bit yeah that's good but not like strawberry candy which right would be right gross. right that would be de- oh my god you should just do like, that you should say that you're a home brewer you should get some bud light and throw the strawberry hard candies in it <laughs> it's my own home brewed beer i call it i call it budberry budberry beer it's fucking disgusting oh my god i would but, drink it to but try to it. make it really like a home brew as opposed to just putting candy in beer right. i get like one of those giant micro brew things right uh-huh, uh-huh. put it on the garage i fill it with like a 12 pack of bud of uh-huh. light right throw in a bunch of candies and just leave it there for a year <laughs> at that point is it considered mead <laughs> i don't it's know candy i think mead. it's gonna be considered poison oh okay i think it might be candy mead a new version of beer yes uh candy mead candy meat budberry candy meat <laughs> uh go miller's budberry candy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sounds like something out of harry potter 
It really does. Oh, fuck, that's good. Uh, oh, man, you know what? It's, I don't know if we have even, I mean, we have to have said your last name at some point, but, like, we both have very unusual last names. I feel I should bring that up. Yeah, except that you actually have someone named exactly the same as you somewhere else in the country. That is true. There's nobody in the world with your name, at least spelling-wise, and I doubt very seriously even another Daniel. Like, I've, we've not come across it, have we? Well, another D-A-N-N-E-L? No, just another Daniel Gomiller. Have oh, you found no. any others? There's yeah. hardly any Gomillers to begin with. But you have a very weird first... What's Okay, what's the origin of your first name supposed to be again? I know we've talked about this before. Uh, when I looked it up, it's Gaelic version of Daniel. Okay. And, and the you, origin is my mom was a flower child. Yes, right, right. Uh, now, you you do put a, 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 a tilde, tilde, til, til... I used tilde. to until I learned that that wasn't how it was spelled. <laughs> right, right. You, put, you used to put a Tilda Swinton over it. Yes. And you don't anymore just because it's impossible. Right. It's it technically a non legit character. You don't put a single Tilda over two M's. Oh, right, 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 right. That makes sense. But if sense. I put a Tilda over each N, it would make mm. it Daniel. <laughs> which is not my name. No, no, it's not. Although, that, yeah, that would just cause way more confusion, especially in the Hispanic population. Right. Did you, do you have, have you ever gotten anybody pronounce it right on the first try? I've had a couple. Ooh. I know. That's impressive. It is. I've never sat sat down because I am like this. I've never sat down and Googled just the first name to see other like, people spelling it that way. There it's, are others. There okay. are others. That's okay. how I looked it up. I found it. It's actually a legit spelling. Okay. Okay. But so not weird. common. Mm-hmm. And your brother's first name is Seanan, right? Yeah. His? Yep. Was. Was Seanan. Yes. And, uh, what, okay, so, I'm sorry. Now this is just going to be the genealogy podcast, but <laughs> you, you, hmm. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that, uh, I don't know, do you, Having a weird name was one of the first things that probably made me start legitimately being a nerd. I don't know about you, but like, I, like people either picking on me about it or getting it wrong, my nerd rage would just kick in immediately. <laughs> it never really bothered me. It never bothered you. Never God damn bothered it. me. Getting goat milker never bothered you. You just no. You let it. I don't know how you do that. How do you let water roll off your back like that? <laughs> I mean, that is to say, how do you let it roll off your back like water, as if you were a duck? You know what I'm saying? Quack, quack. But that brings us back to Father Miller's thirty seconds. Mike was quacking before he turned into sounds. Why the fuck was he quacking? I don't. Because he was trying to disturb the recording. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Which is I don't I. I, I get. I don't think. I think at the very beginning he was not into it. It was very boring to him. The audio was, medium is not his. Because well, there was nothing. He saw no real result. It's like we're just standing there talking into a couple sticks. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he just, he that is true. He didn't get it. At least with video, we could then go sit down and watch the results, and we're like, "Hey, look, there's something we did. We could see it. We're doing stuff." Whereas for him, it's just like we're sitting around a microphone. It's that's true. Concerned, which I think is. Mm. Probably a different <laughs> mentality. Mike's not big on theater of the mind, but we, of course, are of course. merely we, players. We live on the stage that is <laughs> our mind. <laughs> All our minds are stage, and everyone is our actors. <laughs> should work on that. You should work, work on, on that. that. I should work on that. Workshop it. Workshop it. Go to a, like a local. Get a writing group together to workshop that phrase. I will do that. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. Why did my camera just blink and go widescreen all of a sudden? What the hell just happened? It adjusts for your adjusts. your internet speed. When you get better connection, it gets bigger. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> That's all I got. I just laughed when you said it gets bigger. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Are you shooting a laser into the camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's frightening. That looks like, I don't know, it looks like an atomic bomb just hit when you do it's, that at first. It's like a presentation strength one. It's got a double-A oh, battery in it. And that's nice. You should get one of those Blu-ray ones that burns shit. <laughs> and they'll point it at the camera. Yeah, melt it. Those are insane. <laughs> this is totally not doing anything for people listening. <laughs> Theater of the mind, Dan. Of the mind. Theater of the mind. Picture, 
picture an explosion, a red light blasting through the world, collapsing and crushing. Speaking of, I found a website uh-huh. the other day uh-huh. that allowed you to find a location mm-hmm. and choose a megatonnage of a nuclear bomb. Okay. As well as wind direction, and it would simulate the explosion and the fallout. What? Using yeah. like Google Earth or something? Yeah. Holy shit! That's so, amazing. So I found that the that um, the bomb from Hiroshima would mm-hmm. take out most of downtown Boise. I would imagine. But I would That's... be fine. Really? But even the large, if if it, if they drop the bomb on the Capitol building, which is what I used as my pinpoint, even the largest bomb we've ever that's ever uh-huh. been exploded would it would wow. go from the Capitol building all the way to 18th Street, but it wouldn't come even close to me, so I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't know what people are making. Go ahead. The fallout I had going to the northeast, so that was pretty much wiping out all the parks. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if people are making such a big deal about with Hiroshima. Like Seriously, it was I mean, hardly anything. Boise's not that big, so it's like what the hell? Right? Historians. Yeah. You know what, man, I don't here's the thing. Call me an atom bomb denier all you want. <laughs> okay? But uh-huh. I don't think what they say happened happened just like I'm not denying something happened right. somewhere. Okay. Right. Okay. But uh, the details are a little hazy. I th- this is this is my personal pet theory, uh-huh. and I've been thinking this for a long time. Uh-huh. I've read a lot of things about it. I've done my research, right. and I still think this anyway, that <laughs> the emperor of Japan was just getting sick and tired of the war. Uh-huh. They blew up Hiroshima. Hiroshima <laughs> is an inside job. <laughs> but Nagasaki was real. Right. Right. Yes, of course. Of course. Have you seen the video footage of them prepping and dropping the bomb on Nagasaki? Yeah. That's scary. Like, it's eerie. There's just some dudes in some shorts just wheeling out an atom bomb. Yeah. Like, first of all, on what looks like a fucking cart that I've seen people wheel (laughs) shit out at Costco on. Uh And then, like, they go and they paint the bomb. Just like anybody i guess i guess if you know the science of it you know that it's not like a sensitive shell casing where if you tap it is going to explode in your face or something but, but yes the original atom bombs had no safety what there was no protection safety so they could have accidentally set it off oh 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 that's i was reading upsetting. about that the other day wow yeah wow. there was no like activating it mm. it was always active so at any point the B fifty two that was carrying it. If it had if it had gone down, say in Arizona, it would have blown up Arizona. Oh my god! <laughs> not again. Not that that's actually it would have been better because it was barely populated back then. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like not that it's okay. It that would it just blew blown up. up baby Las Vegas. Who cares? Yeah, right. Exactly. When when we say these things, people, Dan means them. Just so everybody knows, right? Just right. Las Vegas is in. Arizona. Arizona. Uh huh. Yeah. And was just a baby and got blown up by the bomb that was headed for Hiroshima. So the emperor of Japan made it an inside job. It makes sense. No, 100%. I, I, you know, I watched Zeitgeist 2. I get it. Zeitgeist 2, which is Uh the sequel, which tells how Hiroshima was an inside job and so was Baby Vegas. Yeah, I made I made a I made a an ebook about it. Oh, you did? Is it unpublished? Oh, (laughs) unpublished. It's just for me. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say unpublished ebook before. That's the greatest thing that I've ever heard. It's basically, I just wrote a bunch of stuff in Word and it's saved. <laughs> oh, good God. I had some jokes lined up about a chat book, about this and that. No, it's okay, fine. Chat book's a funny word, but uh, you, you can only use it so many times before it runs out of steam. Oh, unpublished ebook. That's a website. Oh, that needs to happen. Like something, something needs to happen with that. Can, man, what would have happened if we? Oh, I don't know if it would have mattered if we had the internet. You know, if we'd have had the internet when we were four, 13, 14, to the level we have it now, I, I, well, at least for me, I probably would have been destroyed immediately once comments were allowed, like emotionally. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was a frail child. Like, a little bit. <laughs> you would have been like, dude, it's okay. Let's just keep doing it. I'd be like, no! <laughs> and I would have flipped out, cried, punched some things. And it's stopped. all right if they misspelled your last name. It happens all the time. <laughs> I should start putting a tilde over my last name. The whole name? Mm-hmm. The entire name. <laughs> It'd be no worse than that name, that last name that I told you about that is a client at the place I used to work. Yeah. <laughs> which was Fagurger. Fagurger is a good, that's an amazing last name. <laughs> that's not a, it's not a real name. That is, that is a uh, Chris Parnell character. It is. It really is. We, uh, But it's, although, you know, it's comparable to Nebel's. Which was one of my clients' last names at another place. Ne- was, that, was that just his name, Needles? No, Needles. Ne- <laughs> like a- <laughs> oh, Needles. That's right. Yes, Peeber Needles. Peeber Needles, which is not his full name, everybody. Peeber's how we turn PBR into a first name, and Needles is an actual last name. Peeber Needles is a character that doesn't really exist that we've applied to. <laughs> God, this is exciting for everybody listening. This is so good. Uh. <laughs> Why there's a gangbang in this po- in this epi- in this sketch? Like there, I squeeze a lot of things into there. Uh, yeah, that's what they say, gangbangs. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh, I I found a link between Snow White and Adam and Eve that I feel like I've forgotten since, which makes me feel stupider. At thirteen, I drew a I drew a very strong metaphorical line between the evil apple and both of those, and I don't think uh-huh. I've thought of it. Since. Maybe I was like, you know what? I got this shit figured out. I don't need to think about it again. Yeah, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, I yep. have solved religion and Disney. Yep, exactly. Because as we all know, Disney needs solving. You know. Absolutely. Did you just spill beer? What are you doing? Opening a beer. Oh, it looked like you're opening a beer with a bar rag or something. You're wiping a lot. Oh, now Dan's pouring. Oh, yes, see, there you go. You pour so you don't get too much head on the glass. You should do like in a bar, though. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's good foley. That's gonna. We'll put that in later. See? Not now. We're gonna save that that you just did now live for later and throw it in see, later. Look at that. Look at that. That's beautiful. No head. You gotta slide it across the desk to yourself now and catch it. <laughs> I have no way to slide it. <laughs> I would have to slide it in the direction of the tower, which is full of holes in the top, and I feel like <laughs> that would be bad. That's true. Uh, you know what? Was there how much media sharing was there on the internet bes- early on besides like us d- trying to download pictures of anything? Because we tried to download gifs of like I have a gif of the Lion King that I downloaded in it, 1994. At, back then, it was pretty much just pictures. Very short wave files okay. and DOS games. What were the wave files of? What well, I I had one of Donald Duck getting a blowjob. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> we should find out who created that. That's got to be like. It's. I feel like it's internet legend now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the origins nobody actually knows. It's mm-hmm. probably somebody says that Tim Berners Lee did it. And- <laughs> You know, <laughs> he's like, you know what? I love this invention that I've created. What sh- uh, let's test it. You guys got any ideas? Oh, Donald Duck giving a blowjob? Sure, give me Just a do second. It, do it. Yep. <laughs> he was well known for for his ability to imitate Donald Duck getting a blowjob. Mm-hmm. That's why his that last was... name is Berners Lee. Yeah, it used to be his primary thing <laughs> before the internet. Before, before the he, internet. Before he discovered, pardon me, the World Wide Web. Before he discovered the World Wide Web mm-hmm. in, in in somebody's in a back room somewhere. I was going to say it's like, is it like Columbus? It's like it's just all these towers and servers and everything have just they were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he just discovered plugged it, put, it in, put a flag in them. Yeah, plugged it in. Said, look, look at this. Info.cern.nl. Is that what? Yeah. It is? <laughs> I shouldn't know that. Uh, it, it, it used to be uh, it used to be uh, engine.net it was what? We, it used to be the engine net oh yeah uh huh and, and he discovered it and then took it from him that's why all the servers run on Apache <laughs> long walk for that nerd joke <laughs> that was good that was solid You get. I was going to say you get points for that but now I'm going to sound like Chris Hardwick and I can't <laughs> I'll, do that. I'll, get, I'll get in trouble if I do that um man how many uh see you're not 
Well, no, that's not true. In the Father O'Malley sketches later on, you sort of play my my monitor where you're like, we have, we have 50 seconds left or, yeah. or something like that. Um, I'm, again, I'm still trying to figure out how we adapt that for the, the new sketch show. Oh, you know what? Uh, today, speaking of the new sketch show, I was... Uh, I've packed today very full of things. I'm behind on a bunch of podcast editing, but I did go, uh, record finally the video for the uh, Indiegogo fundraiser for the, the pilot. Fucking finally. Oh, nice. Good. It took me forever. I was having baby fits trying to record it last time, I, and uh-huh. I, I just couldn't handle it and figure it out. Jen's brother was visiting, so there's a lot of stress. Not because of him, but just because somebody's... Like, literally, the last six months, I think we've had somebody visit each month, and it's been kind of weird. <laughs> uh, and, like, alternating whether or not we're doing shows, which is, like, my only metronome for life is if right. I'm doing a show. Um, but, yeah, I finally recorded that, so that's going to go up soon. So that's that's, that's a thing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. What's the what's the address for that? Do you have a web address for it yet? Uh not yet. It'll be on Indiegogo, but I will I, I should really just do community service.stolendress.com and have that point everywhere. So for right now we'll say community service.stolendress.com. Does not hurt to do that. Mm-mm. And I will totally forget later on. It'll be like <laughs> comsir.stolendress.com. Why yeah. why no V even? Comsir. <laughs> I don't know. I Which thought that was a sounds like an early internet provider. It kind of does, yeah. Comsir. Mm-hmm. Download your Donald Duck blowjob gifs at Comsir. <laughs> Wait, there was a gif that accompanied it? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I know, I was, you're very distraught about I was that. Gonna, I was going to link them up in, in Final Cut and <laughs> put it on a loop for 10 hours and put it on YouTube. Which is what you do. Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's internet. That is how you make internet. That is... You know, it's so weird to me, like, time wasters are this weird, almost sometimes sought-after sought commodity. Mm-hmm. People like to do them, and so they're still sometimes very popular. But, like, early on, I feel like it took way more effort to make anything time waster or not. Like, all our videos, I think, are time wasters, but it took mm-hmm. a lot of effort to put those together. Well, that's just, that's, you know, technology marching on. I guess I'm an old man, and I'm stating the absolute obvious. Then is what we're, <laughs> what we're establishing, because yeah. really, I just said the obvious. But like, it doesn't hurt to point out that our first video capture card only captured three twenty by two forty. I know. And I know. Cost, I... how much did it cost you? It wasn't that expensive. I got it on clearance. It was a bottom of the of the rack one. Mm-hmm. But it's probably still cost me like two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> oh my god! That's back when I had some severe disposable income. Mm-hmm. Like cash, cash. That's what I remember when you bought that fucking PC for cash, didn't you? Yeah, I bought. I brought a thousand dollars cash to uh, <laughs> Office Max. That's right. And is... bought myself my first Packard Bell. That was an. That, oh my god! We which is so also a very outdated that. sentence. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> But like, have you ever oh, have man. you ever heard of John Mulaney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's have funny. you seen his stand up? And he talks about he's like he's one part where he says, "I was on the telephone with Blockbuster," which is a very <laughs> outdated sentence. <laughs> yeah, he's funny as shit. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, there's we are in this very weird crux where it's still okay to talk about like old old tech and our experience with old tech, and I hope not to sound too incredibly old to people. But I mean, I think any everybody is seeing this kind of. Uh, God, this is boring. It's not boring, but I hear people talk about it on podcasts all the time. Yes, technology's evolving. Shut the fuck up. But it, we are in a weird time where it's... it's. I don't know if it's slowing down or not, but we, we does seem to be... Uh, what am I saying, Dan? What you're saying is that <laughs> our generation has seen the greatest increase mm-hmm. in technology mm-hmm. in, the, in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. And so people who are not that old... Mm-hmm. have very archaic things in their memory that is true okay thank you that's exactly what i wanted to say <laughs> and you've had more to drink than me god damn it that's fine don't care this is good the rest of the podcast will mean be i will ramble and then say dan translate is that fine there you go yeah i, I will say dan's late yeah because i didn't i didn't get my first cell phone until 2005 yeah when me, i graduated I was, I was college e- I was a year before that, and that was only by what I took to be necessity. I think was necessity. It was also me wanting to feel like I was in Hollywood, which yeah. I mean I was. I got a, I got a cell phone because 
you know, I was going to be crashing on your floor. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I am not going to have a phone. Yeah. So I got true. one for, I got a family plan with me, Ari, and my brother so that we could talk mm-hmm. to each other. That's right. Verizon had the free in network thing. And you have the same number. And I still have the same number. Tell everybody what it is. <laughs> it's uh, 555 555. Go fuck yourself. I don't understand that. The extra oh fuck yourself is for savings. <laughs> Wait a minute. So your phone number is only seven digits long, period. <laughs> you have one of those early ones. That is, we are old. That's People don't understand, kids. Before 2000, phone numbers were all seven digits all long. All seven digits. Yep. It was my, my dad's cell phone number back in the 20s was one. Wow. That's good. <laughs> that's solid. He got the first phone number ever. Wow. Well, he, so what happened? What happened eventually when people got phone numbers that started with a one? They still rung him up? Yeah. It was awkward. <laughs> it was a really shitty phone situation. If they waited too then. long to press uh, the next number, they would call my dad. <laughs> that is he, why he got called all the time. A, like, I'm sorry, we were calling 12. This is one. You wait too long to press the next number. <laughs> Did he also have the email address a at one dot a? <laughs> I didn't have the uh, at sign. Oh, okay. He just emailed dad. And his was dad. He was <laughs> wow. right dad in the two, and it got to him. And again, if you took too long to write what you were actually meant to write, it would email him. Yes. Like yeah. if you were emailing a datist. It would go to him if you had to pause to remember how to spell datist. Yeah, yeah. That's that's he must have a, like an interesting archive of old accidental emails. If he knew how to save them. Oh, he didn't. You know, know how to those save old them. father people, they don't know how to computer. <laughs> then laugh track and applause. <laughs> what show are we on, Dan? My dad um, is the damnedest thing. How I met your two and a half bangs. Yes. yes, how I measure okay. two and a half bangs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is the title of, of Two Broke Girls. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So much for having Kat Dennings on the podcast, because that was totally going to happen. You're I didn't right. tell you. Uh, that was lined up. I had her lined wow. up on the podcast. <laughs> a lot of people probably think they do. <laughs> I'm looking at. We're getting back to the gangbang thing. Oh yes, get back. Right, you're right. That's, that's a good that's point. That's what this cat dining conversation was, you're, was doing. You're so good. I I can't. I'm not legally allowed to get on board with what you just said. Uh huh. Because she maybe she'll come on the comedy on vinyl pop, but that doesn't mean I, I have to tell her what you said on my podcast. Right. On this I will. Is she subscriber number five? I think it's coming up. It's coming. <laughs> you up. think so? She's gonna be like, I'm so bored. She's gonna scroll through like forty pages of podcasts, uh huh, just to and see what's there and subscribe. Why to is my name tagged sees. in this? Yeah, why is my name tagged in this podcast along with Snow White, Apples, and Gangbang? <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> Click slash aroused. That's a that's a weird thing that never. Man, that can be a punchline. That is the, the the word "click" is a punchline now. That that is something that that's only happened since the internet's a thing. Yeah. Did you were you ever annoyed or were you not surprised when like comics finally started or 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 TV shows finally started using the internet in humor, like again like the click joke or like because the first time well i won't say the first time but the stuff that stands out to me because i own all the news radios on dvd mm-hmm. is like they did a few internet jokes where they're trying to do a wnyx website this is like 95 96 like uh-huh. yeah, it was fairly forward thinking and so i was always usually cool with it even though sometimes it was kind of already old people yeah but like i don't know i got annoyed sometimes that people would be like six years after and they're finally doing jokes about the internet i was like you're to me they were too late Hey, it's Jay. This week, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour is proudly sponsored by $300 Data Recovery. Uh, There's a good reason they're our sponsor this week, and that's because there would be no episode this week without them. And we'd have started the entire show from scratch if we hadn't found out about their services. So as you probably saw online a few weeks ago, my hard drive crashed. That was six terabytes, almost a million files, and $300 Data Recovery recovered everything for me. It wasn't an easy order. I had four drives in one enclosure and a RAID setup, meaning you can't just plug in the drives and copy all the stuff over. They 
They took my drives, examined them, determined whether or not they needed to open my drives up in their clean room. Uh, they didn't, which sped things up for me, but they do have a clean room. And they copied everything over to a very large USB drive for me. It was very simple. Their rates are super reasonable, as little as $300 a drive hence the name, and they don't just work locally. You can actually send your drives into them. So go to $300dataRecovery.com. That's the number 300, then $dollardatarecovery.com, and check them out. And once you do, back your stuff up again. That's huge. Uh, I had a drive that was supposed to be foolproof. It wasn't. $300 Data Recovery helped me uh, out, saving 26-plus years of writing, art, photos, videos, everything, including, of course, this podcast. So check out $300 Data Recovery and let them know that Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour sent you. Now back to the show. I think the problem is, is that shows like news radio and even um, Saturday Night Live, because they, they had one of the earliest like internet name jokes, mm-hmm. um, I think that they had writers who had that experience, who know technology. And I think some shows at that time, because it wasn't so prevalent, yeah. not everybody used the internet, not everybody had a computer. I yeah. think some shows just didn't have writers that knew what they were talking about until they had they were forced into a situation where they were using the computer more, and then they yeah. were coming up with jokes for it. They're like, "Oh, right. hey, we can make jokes for this." Sure. But I think. Yeah. But I think otherwise, I think a lot of people just, unless you have someone who used the computer all the time, they wouldn't even know there are jokes there. Like mm-hmm. that's why I think it's still considered a classic joke that. That lawyer commercial on SNL was Chris Parnell was www.clownpenis.fart. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Oh my god! Because the because that was <sighs> that was really actually very um, on the cusp of what was going on at the time because that was when everyone was like you know it was the the dot com boom. Mm-hmm. So they were like people were buying up websites left and right and there were. Sure. You know, scared news reports about how we're gonna run out of you know website names, blah 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 blah, and we're gonna have to make more new things, and mm-hmm. and so that's why they came up with that because it was getting harder and harder to get the domain name you wanted, mm-hmm. so they made this really serious lawyer commercial, but their website was <laughs> www.compenis.fart because they ran that's out of true. domain names. It's true, it was really like a long walk for that, huh? But I mean, that's a good, that's a strong payoff if you get it. Exactly. Like, that's one of the early ones that's not a dad joke. Like, that's the thing. Like, a lot of it was dad jokes. Yes. You know what I mean? Even a couple on news radio are not that strong, but I was just happy they were there. Like, I'm trying to remember. Like, there's one that's, oh, it's so bad, but the whole episode is in general good. I News radio is my favorite show, but, like, Beth says, internet, internet. And I'm like, oh, it's, that's so 90s. That, that is, is 90s really every, bad. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, it was painful. But, like, a few episodes later, they were doing uh, fucking, like, live web web streaming of them doing an alien autopsy and it was really fucking funny Mm -hmm. and like you know they faked like shitty static looking video and it was pretty strong on a Mm -hmm. whole you know like i said 95 96 they're kind of ahead of the ahead of the curve on that yeah 95 is when i made my first web page that's true and that's wait that was red falcon's red domain domain that we talked about with the Pavre background and uh-huh. meta search links and the bullshit. I remember being so blown away that you could make your own 3D thing. Actually, honestly, for Windows, what was that? Windows still three point something or other? This or, or 95. At that point, it was probably 90. Well, it would have been 95. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. using 3.1 at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pavre was, you know, that was pretty much. That was the way you had to do 3D then. There mm-hmm. was no GUI. Mm-hmm. So t- to do the 3D, I had to write code. Oh, fuck, so really? I'm impressed with myself that I was making <laughs> 3D then. How the fuck did you do that? How many Do you have those files anywhere to see how long that is? Because that's insane. No, but it was just basically like you said, make a square. Uh-huh. Put it here, make oh, it this yes. tall. Use this texture, blah, blah, blah. It was basically uh-huh. like an extension of programming you had to use includes for textures and transparencies and i mean i remember um, that now ray tracing is still very popular for really nice looking things but now they're built into to gui interfaces Mm -hmm. because ray tracing is a little different than other types of 3d because it's 
it takes a lot longer to do it, so you wouldn't do like an animation with it. Mm-hmm. But it's its purpose is basically to recreate the path of light. Okay. And that's okay. why they always looked so amazing, mm-hmm. but also it was so much work. I remember reading an article about one of the first like ray tracing programs that used like a GUI interface to show you what you were making. I'm like, holy shit, that's amazing. That would be <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> I'm like, I'm making like sci-fi scenes with flat ground and cone mountains with <laughs> tubes and spheres. <laughs> oh my God. It, and it's so, oh my God. It, it's kind of mind blowing that we were able to do that at all because there's always the concept that like, well, the government has it first, Pixar has it second, we have it third. You know right. what I mean? Like, there's always, and that's probably fairly accurate, I think. Uh, but that we had any of that around '95, that's fucking, that's kind of mind blowing to me. Yeah, Pavre was. Do you still have any of those old images? Because mu- now I want to look at them. I'm. I don't know, because I think that was in the directories that when my dad formatted the computer, he didn't save. Oh no. Well. Yeah. That's one thing that we have to live with. Although, you know, we have to live with two things uh, with that, and that's uh, this uh, uncanny, like, this amazing ability to save everything we've ever done and the possibility that we will lose everything we've ever done. Yes. At the same time, and that's happened. I mean, I I killed two of your hard drives (laughs) 12 years ago or so. Well, 13, 14, 15 years ago. And I have never forgiven myself, A, for ruining your hard drives, and B, for losing so much of my work. (laughs) Holy shit. Not that any of it was that good, but I was seriously learning Photoshop. Well, yeah. Well, I lost lost, um, one big hard drive that I had. Um, in California, mm-hmm. that had most of our videos on it. Uh, well, at least we have most of those. Though. But like, I had that one DVD I made, our our stuff DVD. Mm-hmm. So I can rip the DVD and get the uh, DVD okay. versions of the videos off of it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I I think I have most of that stuff backed up somewhere, but it's yeah. it's it's. You know, because I'm obsessed with keeping this shit, <laughs> and at least I keep transferring it from place to place and quadruplicating well, it. <laughs> well, what I've done now is, this is for you people who don't even know this is a possibility, mm-hmm. is I bought two 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 terabyte drives mm-hmm. were not all that expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, they're um, green drives, mm-hmm. so they're a little slower, but they use less electricity. But I'm using it for storage mostly. Mm-hmm. And I've put them in my computer, and with Windows 7 and possibly Vista, because they're kind of the same, you can create a software raid. Mm-hmm. Or actually, I didn't have to do a raid. I just did a cloning. Uh-huh. So basically, I've got two. I've got a two terabyte drive, and there's two drives. Mm-hmm. And one creates a mirror image of itself on the other as things are saved to it. So yeah. if one died, mm-hmm. it would go to the other. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, ha- I have two raid enclos- enclosures for my four two terabytes, so that that yeah. way... Hopefully, fingers crossed, if anything shits out, I still have it on the other drive. Yeah. I think. So all my music, all my photos, and all on my um, mo- like media downloads, just because it's the biggest drive, are on mm-hmm. there. I really thought you were going to say mootlegs, which are bootlegs that nobody cares about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like fish bootlegs. Does anybody give a fuck about those? Any- Maybe. There are some people who still like fish. Yeah, I guess I like to, two. To me, those are moot legs. Moot leg. I'm gonna keep. Yeah, saying I don't it. have any of those original pictures. I'm just quickly looking through my thing. They're all gone. Unless you can find them on archive.net. I don't even remember what my Earl was anymore. Do you still have that list anywhere? I might. I will look because I did save a list of those at one point because that's how OCD I am. Because it'll either be on web mm-hmm. archive or um, when GeoCities mm-hmm. went down. They made they made the uh, all the data available and people have downloaded it and created basically an archive website. Really? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way it the way it was the day uh-huh, it went out. Uh-huh. So I mean they they put in that thirty day like you have to make a change every thirty days or it'll kill your mm-hmm. website thing. But I feel like the older sites were grandfathered into a non restricted mm-hmm. thing. I remember some of my sites were still up that I never okay. touched. That's so. fun. If you can, if you could find that, you might be able to find That's that one amazing. picture. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom, which everybody should hear. Not that I'm gonna go pee and bring the mic with me. 
I just they, they should. It'll sound like when I pour yeah, yeah, my yeah, beer. Exactly. All right, so I'm gonna go away. Uh, forty minutes. Message me that it was. It's been forty minutes, and then that way I'll know to cut here. Okay. La la la. Oh god. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes me by, she passes. Um, no wait. Take two. Take two. Uh, I remember it. Hold on. Too many gears. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. When she walks, she's like a samba that swings so cool and sways so gentle that when she passes, each one she passes goes, ooh. But I watch her so sadly. <laughs> How can I tell her I love her? Yes, I would give my heart gladly. But each day when she walks to the sea, she looks straight ahead, not at me. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking and when she passes I smile, but she doesn't see, she doesn't see me. She never, she never sees, sees me. Hola, que cosa, me linda, me chea de gra, ella menina que ve mi. I don't know Portuguese. <laughs> I don't know how to read that. Oh yeah, okay. You had. I was like, that was impressive from from memory. <laughs> oh shit. Do you, yeah, you know, I was just thinking while on the toilet. Uh, yes, Good I for peed. You. I peed sitting down, uh, in case anybody mm-hmm. wanted to know. And I've had uh, some vitamin B today. It was glowing green. Uh, mm, nice. Yeah, that's what happens with. <laughs> Question: was... While we're on this topic, yes. If you eat asparagus, can you smell it when you pee? I've never noticed it. That is so weird. What? Because it. <laughs> Scientists have been saying some people smell it, some people don't. Really? And they're trying to figure out whether it's because they're incapable of smelling it right or their body processes aspartic acid differently and they That's aren't funny but and apparently it's still science has not discovered it because apparently why does your pee smell like asparagus sometimes for some people is not high up on the science list so every time i go i'm like ari come smell my pee and she's like no <laughs> Because she and her mom say they never smell asparagus when they pee, but it's always so strong to me. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't think I have, you know, and I know that that's a thing, and I always accept that as a fact. But now that you say that, I don't think I've ever smelled it. Because I mean, it's not like it's subtle. Yeah. yeah okay. It smells like I'm peeing out asparagus sticks. But what have you gone and smelled somebody else's asparagus pee? No, Ari said next time she pees, she's gonna make me smell it, and I'm like, first you have to smell mine. And she did, and she said she didn't smell anything. That's so weird. It, God, so like. So I was like, waft it. You have to waft it, and she wouldn't waft it though. It's got to be some specific <laughs> hormonal sensitivity or lack thereof that maybe it doesn't mean anything, but it's a very weird kind of uh, uh, mutation or what have you that some yeah. of us need to smell it. Right, because I was like, I was thinking like. But if you can if you can smell asparagus, you would think you could smell asparagus pee, mm-hmm. right? But Maybe then I was somehow like, the way it's processed. Let's get this funded. When she smells, what's that? I'm saying maybe well, we should get this funded. I was thinking maybe when people smell asparagus, they don't smell the same asparagus I smell. <laughs> it could smell like blue, for all you know. Yeah, and so exactly. So <laughs> it does saying 
you smell this asparagus, but you don't smell the asparagus pee means nothing because maybe they don't smell the aspartic acid in asparagus. Right, right. Because it's it's an it's a unique smell. So mm-hmm. I can't say, does this smell like Brussels sprouts to you? Does this smell like coffee? Because it doesn't smell like anything but asparagus to me. There is no smell other than asparagus. So when I say smell this asparagus, does it smell like my pee? They might say yes. Right, right. That's a good point. Or they might say no because they can't smell the pea smell. I'm now curious what it would vegetable if you if you'd be able to smell the Budberry candy mead uh, when it goes yeah, through your body. Yeah, Go Millie's Budberry candy mead. <laughs> it's funny. Old What's man, old man Go Miller's Budberry <laughs> candy mead. Candy mead. Oh, okay. You need to make that label. That has to be the logo for this episode because. <laughs> That's amazing. But it has to somehow incorporate the classic, like the uh, sort of like how some mead labels try to look old timey, but also with the classic Bud Light label. Like you have to somehow and then put a little Dan Gomiller stank on it. Right, um, exactly. You know, I, I was thinking about this while on the toilet. Uh, why would we even bother making fu- fun of religion? Is it because it's a thing that's just typical for sketch comedy? Because I don't think I had a particular view on religion at 13. I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe just AM radio in, in the Lorenzoniana area had a lot of religious shows on it. So that I don't is know. true. And Grandma used to listen to them. So sure. I'm wondering if maybe listening to God People on the radio made you think, well, we're doing a radio show. Mm-hmm. There I needs, should be a God People. There should be a God People. That's 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 completely reasonable. Now, why 60-second sermon? I'm wondering, was there one on the radio that you heard before? I and think I you just, were mimicking it? Or were you just like, hey, this is funny? I know for sure I thought that was funny because I'm like, you can't say anything intelligent or meaningful to the masses in 60 seconds so i liked the idea that you were condensing i know that the name father o'malley came from officer o'malley of the fbi from the uh from you uh, let's make a dope deal i know that's where i got the name that right. for sure is that but the religion i really do think it was just like it's really funny that this guy's going to try and condense world knowledge into 60 seconds and that's why he fails every time right and that's the game and that's why I still think it's funny. I don't know if I could still write it. I mean, again, this wasn't written, of course. It you was totally improvised. could. I, the direction you would just need to go would be, you would need to try to. I would. I would come up with fairly reasonable comparisons or ideas. Mm-hmm. Something that if you did a half hour long sermon mm-hmm. would be reasonable. Right. But then you got to get to it within 60 <laughs> seconds. So there's going to be a lot of one, two, skip a few's. <laughs> so the connections won't really be there or will be so loose that it just sounds insane. That's a, that's, that's a good point. That's, that's strong. Like I've been trying to write, writing it down didn't, didn't really help me get there, but that's, that's, that's 100% perfect. I, I still don't. I again, I still don't know why. I, I guess we kept the thing is to keep doing that kind of thing without an audience. It's it's not uncommon. A lot of people do it. They just do it for themselves and their friends, and I guess that's it. That's just like the bonding of it is just literally let's make each other laugh in the moment, even if we never listen to it. That's again, exactly what it was. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's so weird that that's so common, even for people who don't end up going into. Uh, Oh, Mike, that Mike's been pointing at my crotch for a while. Uh, <laughs> I hope they can hear me. Uh, but yeah, crotch it's, sounded great. Thank you so much. I've been training it for a while. That's it. Good. Yeah, it, it went it went to a, a finishing school for penises. And... So you did finish. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. There's no doubt about that. I, and uh, <laughs> God damn it. I have no idea where I was because that was too funny. Um... I'm sure it wasn't important. I'm sure You're it was really talking about friends bonding over friends bonding things. over things, which is really like if anybody listens to comedy on vinyl and then listens to this, they're like, "Fucking change the record, asshole!" That's <laughs> all I talk about is bonding over comedy. But it's my—I fa- don't know—it's my favorite thing. It's still like being 13 and 14 is one of the few times where in my brain I'm like, if I could go back in time to re-experience something. That might that I, that's that's definitely at the top of the list. Well, I I feel like as, at least for us that is an important thing, and I know for a lot of people that is how it works. Even if it's not doing comedy, mm-hmm. I mean, just think about like when you meet someone new, especially someone you really like, 
but they haven't like let, like when I met Ari and I, she hadn't been on the internet a lot because mm-hmm. she grew up in a house that didn't have much internet. Right. I was showing her all the things we've done and all this stuff on like the internet and everything mm-hmm. she'd never seen, and then she would show me things of hers, and it's just like bonding over funny things that either of us had never seen before. Yeah. And I still do that. I mean, I still show people like, you know, I mean, that's kind of what Facebook and especially Reddit is about. It's like, hey, look at this funny thing I saw. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has to see it too. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of those things that even in my own mind sometimes gets marginalized where it's, uh, where it really shouldn't. It, it you know, because it's not like it's, it's da- like anything, too much of anything is bad, but you know, it's, Showing people funny shit on the internet is is more valuable, I think, than people probably realize. You know. Yeah, because basically it's like a window into what people enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know what they decide they want to show you, mm-hmm. especially when they first meet you. The first things that come to their mind mm-hmm. can be a pretty good example of what they're like and what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because this is the first thing they're thinking of is like, I want you to see this, this, and this. These are like probably the, my favorite things on the whole internet in the whole world. And so you're seeing this, and you're like, okay, this is a window in this person's mind and sensibilities. Yeah, even if they're not a creative type, because we usually associate it that way. Like, it's it's almost more revelatory for them to be like, here's this thing where someone's expressing a thing that I don't know how to express necessarily. Isn't exactly. that interesting? You know, whereas for us, you know, it's, it's a little different in that it's like, oh, I wish I had fucking done that or thought of that. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I think, like... If someone put together a list of books they like to read, I mean, I think that would be really revealing mm-hmm. for some people. Like, you know, um, I'm sure if my boss did that, they would all be like books on the Civil War because mm-hmm. he's a big Civil War buff. Okay. You know, and he's got, um, oh, I forget who it is. He's got a hard on for one of the generals. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, if he had all these books that were like a biography of so and so and the battle of this, like, I could see them and see, okay. He really likes Civil War, especially this person. He likes this aspect of it, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like just a list of books could be a look into someone's mind. And so I think you know, showing someone comedy videos is the same kind of thing, especially if you enjoy comedy, mm-hmm. which yeah. I think a lot of people do. Oh God, it paused on yeah. the weirdest yeah, face. Pe- <laughs> what really? You're making, you're making this face. Let me see it. It's taking forever for me to see it. Ah! <laughs> that's amazing. I just ate a lemon. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing is, like, it can be so... It, it's perceived as superficial by people who either don't know how to share shit on the internet or don't get the value, or people who are spoiled by it and are, you know, comment trolls and, like, nut jobs who don't yeah. get the value of what they've got in front of them. I saw that a year ago. God. <laughs> yeah. Find something new. <laughs> I never... Like, I would never say that it's someone on Facebook. No! no. You know, I'm like... I'm glad you enjoyed that. I liked yep. it a year ago when I saw it, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say I love this one. It's hilarious. I don't say, "Oh God, get something new, get on the," because people yeah. discover things in their own time. Yeah, I mean, if somebody put up a Gangnam Style thing today, I'd be like, "Okay, cool, right?" You just discovered a thing I loved. I'm not going to call you a fag for like- exactly. <laughs> and maybe like I'll have seen something that's related to it that's hilarious. And if they only just discovered this, they haven't found this yet. So then I'll share mm-hmm. a, a related video and then it's almost like a conversation in video yeah it's yeah i mean don't get me wrong it's it's difficult to avoid those rabbit holes that's 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 fucking rough but you know i i remember early on in the internet when shit was impossible to fucking find right before youtube mm -hmm, it was it was you had to self-host mm-hmm yeah and it's it's, back when e-bombs world was like the one of the few aggregators That's true, huh? E-bombs world and college humor used to be the place you had to go to get anything. What was the first viral video that we ever watched? Do you know? Because I remember watching those cartoons by that dude, but I don't know. Oh, the Joe cartoon was pretty early on in that. Yeah. And, like, everybody had to do it in real format. uh, Was it Monkey something, but the one with the Napster bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit was also... Yeah, it was like 97, 8? His stuff? Well, at least the Napster bad stuff would have been 98, but I don't know be it before that or not. Yeah, Joe Cartoon was on, around before then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything was probably in real format, which was 
one of the most frustrating. Well, those two were both Flash. Oh yes, right. They were basically like watching those made me go, "Holy crap, Flash is going to be cool!" Mm -hmm. Like that was it wasn't super common to see things in Flash format. Yeah, it was. Well, that was a really kind of uh, world changing thing, you know, like a vector based animation plugin. Yeah, and it was not was new. It's changed regular TV animation too. Most of it's done exactly that same way. It doesn't matter what Mm -hmm. program you're using. Exactly. I still don't know. Is it proprietary the one they use for South Park? I'm curious. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. I don't think it's proprietary, but it's actually a very heavy duty 3D animation program. Yeah. Forget what it's called, but they use it for the 2D, except for on rare occasion, like in the movie when they had Hell, and it was so in depth. It's the same program that they use to animate everything else. Have you seen the? So damn funny. Have you seen the trailers for uh, Stick of Truth? Yes, I have. Oh my god, that game looks amazing. I watched a little behind the scenes thing, and it's just Trey and Matt were heavily, and the studio was heavily involved in the game. That's good. They wrote the script. Yeah. And while you know the game studio did the animations, they got the artwork from South Park Studios, and constantly were communicating back with them, saying, "Does this does this look right?" That's awesome. So that's why it looks like you're playing the show pretty much. It's amazing, a, and I wish I had sixty bucks to pre-order it right now. Uh huh. No, it it looks really, really, really fucking good. And obviously, they're big game. Ner- they're they're big nerds, so obviously, it's appropriate. You yeah. Know? It's oh, that's that's. that's What's really hilarious funny. is that have you seen the last last few episodes of this season? It's been a while since I've seen it, actually. Oh really? Because yeah. they they did a. Uh, kind of a game of thrones parody uh i mean it made fun of a lot of fantasy things but strongly game of thrones Mm -hmm. and but it was about black friday and consumerism and all that Uh jazz right and fighting over playstation 4 or xbox one (laughs) oh god and so they've got this whole thing they've got like the red robin wedding (laughs) and all this kind of stuff um but then at the very end um after like the aftermath of black friday cartman's like we don't need we don't need consumerism. We don't need game consoles. We just need to use our imagination. We could make a game out of this. And he picks up a stick. And then the end of the episode is pre-order stick of truth for blah 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 blah. blah, blah. <laughs> of course, of course, amazing. <laughs> it was oh, a three-episode story so arc good. about consumerism and Black Friday, and then it ends with them advertising the game. That's fucking out. great. That's, They're just—it's amazing. That's pure genius. Um. How, uh, well, first of all, how's your beer coming along? Have you finished? Uh, it's all gone. Oh, that's sad. I only had the one. So this week's sponsors are Shock Top. Uh, Belgian White. Okay, Belgian White. And Session Black. Ooh. Ooh. And Old Man Go Miller's <laughs> Bud Berry Candy Mead. <laughs> oh, it is just too good. Find it in the beer freezer or candy aisle. Mm-hmm. This is, again, this comes down to it. This is always what we do. Like, always advertisements are funny to us. It is. It's hilarious. Every time. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's it's just like that thing we were just talking about with South by. I mean, just, it's funny how they have to advertise things and how everything has to be tied in. Mm-hmm. So if you can, you got to do it. It's true. It's true. Well, Dan, we're, we're doing this on a weekday for people. Yeah, I know. You don't know. So this is not a, that it's that rough, but what do you have any final words for for today? Um I would say my words are <laughs> big momentometer, mm-hmm. pusillanimous, mm-hmm. pomacious, ooh, and quandary. What's what's pomacious mean? Is that related to pomade? Of or pertaining to apples. Ooh, that makes way more sense. Wait, why is it called pomade? Now I want to know. It's probably I don't got, know. I, I just realized, I wonder if it's in some way related to apples. Because wow. la pomme, la pomme is apple in French. Yes, right, right. And then the potato is apple of the ground or something? Yep, pomme de terre. That's right. And that is where pomme frite comes from. Hey, so it doesn't mean apple fries? No, that's what I was just thinking. That'd be Should weird. Should be. Should Old be. Old man Gomiller's. <laughs> <laughs> 
Apple fry candy mead. <laughs> apple fry candy mead. Yum, yum, yum. Yep. All we, right. We take, we take apples, cut them into fry shapes, uh-huh. deep fry them. Yes. Put them into bud. <laughs> put in some of the strawberry candies. Uh-huh. And let it sit for a year. That's brilliant. Old yeah. man gummelers. So somebody a- makes apple, that out there. Send it to us. Candy meat. Yeah. And I don't can't guarantee we'll drink it. But yeah, can uh, you make sure the number for poison control is on? There? Yes, please, I mean, please do. There's <laughs> a green uh, skull and crossbones. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, this has been a joy. And it's an been occasion. an event. It really has been. <laughs> um, so, well, that was all right then. Have have a wonderful. We don't have a sign off. You need to come up with a sign off. Drink candy mead. It's the best. Boop. That's a callback. <laughs> That's how you end an episode. Fart noise. That's Looking right. At- Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-DJCH. That's 208-557-3524. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years.